Let's check in with Nathan over in the news studios for the latest update. Good morning, Nathan. Good morning, John, and good morning, everyone. A bill to reinstate the death penalty in a limited number of cases is eligible for debate in the Iowa Senate. The bill would make those convicted of kidnapping, raping, and murdering a person under the age of 18 eligible for a death sentence. Republican Senator Julian Garrett of Indianola, a retired attorney, would vote to make the death penalty an option in far more cases. Given how difficult it is to get a bill passed in this legislature, we're narrowing it down as much as we possibly can. That bill cleared the Senate Judiciary Committee on a 10 to 8 vote. Senator Janice Weiner, a Democrat from Iowa City, says it's an international embarrassment that some U.S. states still have the death penalty. It puts us right in line with Saudi Arabia, Iran, China, and North Korea. Other Democrats, like Senator Tony Bizignano of Des Moines, say if there's a mistake and an innocent person is put to death, there's no reversing that. The state should not be in the business of killing people. Garrett considers the death penalty a deterrent, and he says a wrongful conviction is a worthwhile trade-off. If we make a mistake now and then, and, and as I say, mistakes under current technology are minuscule, and we can save some innocent young women's lives down the road. That's where the trade-off is. The chairman of the House Judiciary Committee has said he could support the death penalty on moral grounds, but Republican Representative Stephen Holt of Denison says it's impractical for several reasons. The drugs to administer a lethal injection are hard to find, and Holt says the cost of sentencing someone to spend the rest of their life in prison is far less than the court costs associated with appeals to a death sentence and the expense of maintaining a death row in the state's prison system. Stewart Memorial Community Hospital in Lake City is excited to announce the return of its popular Lunch and Learn program next month. Staff hosted regular public meetings for residents on various health topics prior to the onset of COVID-19, but organizers suspended the seminars out of an abundance of caution while pandemic-related concerns remained. The return of SMCH's Lunch and Learn will focus on hip and knee replacements and what patients and their families can expect before, before, during, and after the procedure. The program begins at noon on Thursday, March 23rd at the Lake City Community Building with featured speakers to include Dr. Elijah Miller, occupational therapist Marie Dre, and physical therapist Derek Hinkinius. The program costs $10 per participant and registration is required by Monday, March 13th by calling 712-464-4214 or by emailing hstreeter at stuartmemorial.org. The Carroll County Board of Supervisors has approved the sale of the former Chicago and Northwestern train depot in Breda, contingent on a minor adjustment to the offer from the purchasing party. Late last year, Rhonda and Charles Martin approached county officials to acquire the historic structure along the Sock Rail Trail to convert the building into a bike rental shop with plans for further additions in the future. Board Chair Stephanie Hausman says all comments she has received regarding the sale have been positive. I did receive one email, and then we received a physical letter of people advocating for your raises purchase. So, District 3 Supervisor Gene Miners adds he also heard only support for the sale. The process initially began last fall when the Martins expressed their interest in the property to the Carroll County Board of Conservation. Those members signaled their support then, but the sale of public property requires approval from the Board of Supervisors. 
And because the supervisors did not initiate the sale procedures, the county was required by Iowa Code to host a public hearing to give other interested parties a chance to bid. The only offer received was from the Martins for $1,000. The board requested one stipulation concerning the state sale, which was for the county to keep the first right of refusal on any future sale of the property. However, that language was omitted from the most recent offer. Miners suggested approving the Martins' offer and having them submit updated documentation later. I'm going to amend my motion that we approve it, subject to that statement put back in. Okay, so is this going to delay things again? Or no, I'm, I'm, as long as you get it, get it put get, back you in. You can get us a copy. And I, I will, I'll amend my motion to approve it, subject to okay. that you uh, that it first right of refusal. Yes. The board voted unanimously in favor of the sale. Officials note the deal benefits the county as the depot was starting to deteriorate and required costly regular maintenance. Following the sale, the property will return to the tax base and provide recreational services to county residents and visitors as a private business. And Governor Kim Reynolds signed a bill into law Monday that provides $127 million in tax relief to Iowa taxpayers, but will force city, county, and school district officials to adjust to a decrease in anticipated revenues for fiscal year 2024. The bill, Senate File 181, corrects an Iowa Department of Revenue error in the state's calculation of property valuation rollbacks from 56.49% to 54.65%. The change will reduce each taxing entity's total tax base, decreasing revenue if levies are not adjusted to account for the difference. The bill gives county auditors 15 days to provide updated taxable evaluation information to taxing entities and extends the deadlines for cities, counties, and schools to submit their budgets to the Iowa Department of Management. That new deadline is April 30th. A link to the legislation's full text is included with this story on our website. And that will wrap up your KCIM 7 o'clock news. I'm Nathan Cohns reporting. Thank you very much, Nathan, for that. We did need one additional announcement in no congregate meals in Manning today. So you can get all those announcements available on the website, 1380kcim.com. We'll run them all down for you again coming up close to the bottom of the hour. It is 24 degrees. We've got a special in-studio guest. A couple of them, in fact, next hour. We're going to be talking with Kimberly Tiefenthaler and Roseanne Nace from the Chamber. Lots of stuff going on there. Banquet coming up. Court Classic basketball this weekend and more. So get ready for it. We'll uh, catch up with the Chamber coming up next hour at 8.06 right here on KCIM.